Welcome to the Notespire Music Artist Impact Podcast, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. Here's your host, Nate Miller. Well, welcome back, my friends, to the Artist Impact Podcast right here on Notespire Radio. I am your host, Nate Miller, and from me and Paul Gibbs and our entire team here, we want to wish you a happy new year. Yep, that's right. It is 2024. How have you guys been? How was 2023 for you? And are you looking forward to this new year and all the possibilities that will come with it um, and opportunities for your music? Well, we are, and we want to be a part of that with you. And so today we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions for uh, musicians. Now, some of you are probably already rolling your eyes. Uh, but by the time you hear this broadcast, it's already going to be a couple of days into 2024. And so for some of you, you're going to instantly feel a sense of regret because maybe you set net New Year's resolutions and you're, you've already fallen off the wagon. Um, some of you, maybe you're still going strong because you're only a couple days in and you're thinking, nope, my plan is great. I've continued practicing every day or, or whatever your goal was. And for another group of you, some of you, you don't bother with New Year's resolutions. You don't believe in them. Or they just never worked for you before, so you don't bother to set them. Well, if the word resolution um, scares you or turns you off, um, how about setting goals? Setting goals to elevate your musical journey this year. I think that's important any time of the year. It doesn't have to start on January 1st. January 1st is a great convenient time to set goals because it's a great marker on the calendar. Um, and you have the company of so many other people doing it as well. You know, the, the sort of support and it's a tradition. So those are helpful things, but you know what? A new year can be marked on any day. So for those of you who didn't set goals and if you think, ah, oh, it's too late, I got to wait till next year. Or if you did set goals and you already fell off the wagon, don't worry. It's not too late to start. Just reset your goals and you can start a new year any day. Okay? All right. So that's what we're going to talk about today. How to set goals as a musician. Okay, one of the most, one of the most important things to setting goals is, I think, first, a, a time of reflection. Looking over the past year. So looking over 2023 for you as a musician and saying, um, what worked for me? What was I successful at? What um, what was I proud of? What accomplishments did I actually achieve? And recognizing those things, but then also looking back and thinking, what didn't work? What things did I th think would pan out and they didn't? Uh, what things did I try and they just, they fell short or they didn't work at all? What disappointments did I have? Um, and what things did I want to do but never achieved? So this is a great place to start just to um, get like a benchmark or a base mark to start from. And it's important to find a, a quiet place where there's few or no distractions, um, not a lot of interruptions, you know, go to a, a place where no one's going to come in, walk in on you or um, interrupt you or ask you questions or need your attention. Just spend a few minutes reflecting you can even write these things down. Um, I think it's helpful just to like refocus and also to celebrate your victories over the past year. And then also to look at what where you did fall short and decide, 
is this stuff still relevant for me? So maybe maybe you had a goal um, the previous year in 2023 to do something specific. I, I don't know what it might be. Maybe it was to play a live show in front of 500 people, something like that. It's just a random example. And maybe that never happened. But, you know, you might decide for this year, that's not important to me for whatever you know reason. It, whatever, wherever you are in your life as a musician, it might not be an important goal to carry over. Or you might say, hey, I still want to do that, and I, I need to double down on that because that's still important to me. So those are the things that are, those are the reasons why it's important to look back over this past year, spend a couple of minutes in quiet reflection and um, write down those things that were um, disappointments for you, but also were celebrations for you. Okay, so once we reflected on the past and we have an idea of where, we, where we've come from and starting to get an idea of where we're going or where we want to head in this year, the next thing to do is to set, importantly, is to set goals. We'll call them smart goals. And the word smart is just a, it's a clever word. See what you did there? But it's also an acronym to help you um, set specific goals. And actually that's what the S stands for. So the acronym is Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound Goals. That's what the letters of SMART stand for. And it's important to set goals like this because if they're too random or too generic, um, they're not very helpful. So let's just try some, for some examples here to kind of help you guys out. So if you just say, I want to grow my followers on social media this year. Okay, that's great. But what does that mean? How many followers? Be very specific. The more specific you can be, the easier it is for you to target if you're moving in the right direction. So maybe you're on Spotify and you say, I want to um, reach 10,000 followers this year on Spotify. Or, you know, I want to raise my followers on Instagram by 500. You know, whatever it is. Um, be very specific. Otherwise, you have no idea if, you're, if you've achieved your goal. Just saying, I want to have more followers. Well, how many more? Or I want to make more money. Okay, great. How much more money? How much is more money for you as a musician? Um, set a goal, a specific goal, and then you can tell if your plan is working, um, if the steps that you're taking are moving you towards it, and if you're successful or not. So it's very important to be specific. Okay, how about measurable? Again, this goes with specific. Um, if there's no way to measure the goal that you've set, how do you know if you've achieved it? or if you're heading in the completely wrong direction, right? So again, let's use that example. Um, I want to set, or uh, I want to achieve, so, you know, so many more followers on social media. Okay, well, be specific. How many? Okay, I want to achieve 1,000 more followers um, or subscriptions or likes on whatever, uh, YouTube, my YouTube channel. I want to get 1,000 more followers on YouTube. Okay. That's very specific. It's also measurable because you can check your current number of followers and you can watch the number go up, hopefully. And then once you hit your target, you know that you've succeeded or you've blown it out of the water, right? You've gone way past a thousand and you've gotten 5,000, 10,000, right? So make it measurable, um, achievable. Okay. You could set a crazy goal like, Oh, I want to play a live show on, on Mars. Well, 
that's probably not going to happen. I mean, even even though Elon Musk is working on um, his space vehicles and rockets and things, and he's you know projecting about planet forming on Mars, that's a long way off in the in um, the future. And I know this is a ridiculous example, but I'm being hyperbolic for a reason. So make it something that's actually achievable. Now that doesn't say it. You, it's not meant to be challenging for you. Maybe it is a challenge for you to get 10,000 followers. That's fine. That's a great thing to push yourself for. But it should be something that you feel is achievable. One of the reasons is, is if it, if it is beyond what you're capable of as a person, as a musician, and you do fall short, there's a good, a lot of good chances that you will be very discouraged and it's actually going to be counterproductive. Again, set something that's a challenge for you to push yourself, but not something that's so far out of the possibility for you, uh, for whatever type of goal it is, that you're never going to reach it. That's just not helpful at all. Okay, so it's specific, measurable, achievable. What's the rest of SMART? R is for relevant. You want something that is going to fit you as a musician and your your purpose or your mission or your vision. You know, if you're only going to release your music online and have an online presence, it doesn't help to set goals for yourself to um, book a live show. There's nothing wrong with playing a live show. I think all musicians should should do that. But if you're specifically saying I'm just going to be a digital musician online. Um, I don't care about her or want to pursue a live uh, presence, then it doesn't, what good is it to waste your time, spin your wheels to um, seek out venues and try to, to book gigs there? That doesn't make sense. So make sure that the goals that you're setting are relevant to your overarching goal, whatever that might be. Um, and you can have different goals in different areas of your musicianship, whether that's you know, practice or learning new material or improving your, your skills or your networking or collaboration or songwriting. There's so many different areas of being a musician that you can set specific goals in, but you should have, um, one to three, I would say kind of overarching goals that are going to, that everything else is going to fall under as a category. And that's one of the things to say here at the top. If you're setting goals for yourself as a musician, Try not to set too many of them. <laughs> My hand is going up here. It is so easy, I think, for many of us, especially creative types, to project all these ideas of what we could do and to say, well, I, I have this whole laundry list of things I would love to achieve. Again, the problem is with over um, extending yourself or over projecting what you want to do. You set yourself up to fall below your expectations to get disappointed, um, and to fail. It, again, it doesn't mean you shouldn't challenge yourself, that you shouldn't set, like I said, goals in all these different areas. But if you can come up with one to three kind of like big goals that some of these other things might fall under as steps to reach those goals and just keep it simple, you're going to be so much uh, more likely to achieve those goals and be more focused than if you're scattered in so many different directions. Don't bite off more than you can chew. It's better to pick a few things and do them well and actually achieve them and let them propel you onto more success 
than um, to just bury yourself in this constant race to reach all these things. You know, like they say, if you chase more than one rabbit, you won't catch either of them or any of them, right? You can't chase all these different things, especially if they're going in different directions. So that's an important thing, I think, to, to think about as you're setting these goals. All right, so relevant. And then finally, the, the T for SMART is time-bound goals. Again, this is another way to make it specific and measurable. Set a time limit for these things. Um, if you just say, again, something random like, oh, I want to... Uh, well, again, if we're saying these are goals for 2024, we can assume that they're going to be goals that you want to do, achieve within this year, right? But be more specific than that. If it's something like, okay, well, I, I, my goal is to record an album this year, all right? Well, then you can give yourself to December 31st of, of this year, 2024, to write and produce and, and record um, however many songs you're doing, 10 to 12 songs, whatever, for your full album. That's a pretty broad goal because you, you give yourself a full year but you can break that down. You can say, okay, well, I have 12 months. I want to write 12 songs. Um, so you got to write a song a month or more. If you write more than one in a month, obviously you can get it done faster. But And probably you will need to because you still need to record and get it mixed and produced and everything. So um, set specific time limits on the pieces of your goals. Again, that's going to help you see your your progress. And if you can see... Um, small successes along the way that's going to propel you forward and encourage you and also keep you accountable. But if you don't, if you just say, oh, sometime this year, I'd like to do this, you're probably a lot less likely to achieve it because you're going to be there on December 31st, scrambling at the end of the year, thinking, oh no, I, I didn't, I never finished this goal because you just threw it out there in the future without a timestamp on it and saying, this is when it needs to be done. Or it's a goal with um, a bunch of different pieces that need to be accomplished to make it up to the bigger goal. And so marking these out, giving them timestamps and saying, okay, at this point in the year, um, at this month, after so many weeks, this has to be done in order for me to meet my goal. Or if it's like a practice goal, it's especially then, right? You might say, I want to practice every day. Okay, be more specific. How many, you know, how many times a day, or if it's just once a day, for how long? Just to say, I want to practice every day. Well, you could practice for six hours one day, and you know, two minutes the next day. That's not very consistent, and it's just going to lead to burnout. I would say, you know, if you're going to do do something like that, suggest saying, oh, I want to practice thirty minutes a day, um, every day, and if that's too much for you, just say. Okay, 30 minutes every other day, something like that. But set something that's time-bound so, again, that you know that you're, you are attaining your goal. Okay, so that's about some uh, setting goals. Remember, remember, the, remember the word SMART. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goals. Another important thing um, to stay the course over, over the course of a year is to nurture your creativity. So how do you stay motivated and inspired um, to, to keep up with your goals and to keep expanding your horizons as a musician? Um, you want to explore strategies to keep your musical inspiration flowing. And that could be different things for different people. For some of you, that would be consuming a lot of music from other artists that you like. 
um, maybe going to concerts, um, reading books that inspire you, listening to podcasts, just finding things that are going to keep filling your artistic bucket. And maybe they're not even music related. It could just be things that you enjoy that are going to keep giving you inspiration to keep moving forward. Um, it might be having a friend who comes alongside you or a partner or a family member, somebody who's there to encourage you um, to keep to keep up with your goals, having kind of like an accountability partner or just someone to motivate you to check in on you and say, hey, have you met that goal yet? What can I do to help you? Um, or just to listen to how things are going, be a sounding board to encourage you um, when you come up against roadblocks and just to, to be there to say, it's okay. Just keep going. I believe in you. Um, what can I do to help? That kind of thing. So a lot of different things you can do, but look for ways and strategies to um, to keep you inspired. And sometimes that's just walking away from your project for a, you know an hour, a day, a couple of days, but get back to it then, especially if you have time-bound goals. Um, yeah, whatever you need to do to just stay refreshed. Um, one of the things that you can do is explore new genres and different techniques. Uh, we've talked about that a lot on this podcast. Um, sometimes even if you're not going to produce music in a different genre, sometimes just exploring a different genre that you wouldn't normally produce or listen to, um, gives you a new perspective on the one that you do, um, or a new appreciation for it. Or you might, who knows, you might pick up something from a genre that you never thought you would explore or enjoy and bring it back into your own. And it's just the piece that you need to set yourself apart and make your music new and intriguing and engaging to your audience. So don't miss the, the benefit of exploring new genres and techniques. All right. Now, moving on, how about balancing practice and well-being? I think this is important in all life um, endeavors, but especially in your uh, musical journey. You know, it's again, for those of us who are really gung ho and really excited and motivated about, about improving our, you know, ourselves as musicians and our craft and everything in this year, it's sometimes easy to just like jump out of the gate or run out of the gate and head, you know, headlong into our goals and just kind of forget about everything else around us, whether that's friends and family, um, other responsibilities that we have. Maybe it's a job, um, a loved one, um, our health. How about that? Taking a break, getting good sleep, eating well. These are all things that are important to uh, maintain a well balance. Otherwise, you're going to crash and burn. And then if, if you do that, you can't, you're not going to be able to achieve your music goals. So make sure that you go at this, yes, at a steady pace, but also be, um, be smart about it. And again, that's where setting those time bound goals and kind of blocking things out and saying, okay, this is what I do want to do for this year. How can I break this down into small, manageable chunks? Um, again, making the goals achievable in ways that are consistent so that you can um, go from one to the next without just burning yourself out on any one thing. That's really important. Um, and again, like I said, balancing your well-being, making sure that I mean, things are going to happen. Life's going to happen. You might have a goal to say, all right, I want to write, like I said before, if you're going to write an album this year and you might say, I want to write um, 10 to 12 songs. So I need to do one a month. 
sometimes life happens. Sometimes things happen. You might have an accident, an injury, a loss, um, just some major life event that comes up and derails you for a month or two. Well, what are you going to, you know, what do you do at that point? So just, just realize that things like that are going to happen. And that's why it's important to be, um, to be realistic and consistent in pursuing your goals, realizing that you're going to have to factor in, um, distractions and interruptions and just life things in general. But again, trying to keep a well-balanced overview and to plan for downtime, plan for, you know, rest and relaxation, plan for friends and family and other things that are important to you. If you have a day job, maybe you're not doing music full time. You got to factor in making money to pay the bills. So all these things are part of your plan and they're important to address because if not, um, you won't ever be able to attain your goals, let alone pursue them at any length. All right. How about leveraging technology? This is another big one. So there's so many great things and this podcast, this particular episode, we don't have time to go into all the different things, but take advantage of everything out there that's available to you as a musician. This could be anything from, you know, songwriting software. There's so many apps on the app store, some of them free, some you have to pay for. You know, if you're practicing, like maybe you want to improve your your playing ability as a musician, as a guitarist, or as a, a pianist, or um, wh- whatever instrument you play, and you want to invest in, you know, a metronome or you know an app that has um, drum beats in the in the background, rhythm tracks, or something to play along with. And that that's another thing. Maybe you want to. Maybe you're a rhythm guitarist, and and the, this year you're thinking, I want to learn to be a better lead guitarist. I want to learn to improvise backing tracks. Okay. There's ones that you can purchase. Sure. Um, there's plenty of stuff online. I, I, don't, I haven't looked for apps for that. I'm sure there probably are some, but you can always go on YouTube and type in the, the key that you want and type backing tracks and you can find a plethora of stuff on there for free. Um, there's all kinds of gear that you can invest in. Um, there's networking. Uh, hubs on social media, the sky's the limit. Depending on what you're you're trying to achieve, there's probably tech out there or um, technology that's going to help you. So do a little research, investigate, um, search what's available. There's these are tools out there to help you achieve your goals and achieve them faster and more efficiently. And it, it's just what a great year. Or, yeah, what a great year. But what a great time to be living in as a musician because of the technology that we have. Maybe one of your goals this year is to learn how to record yourself. You know, get out there and learn about software, something like Ableton or Cakewalk or uh, Pro Tools, or, you know, there's so many different ones out there. Do some research, watch some videos, um, talk to people who already record, learn what you need to learn to get started and start using this technology to help you you know, maybe that's your goal. You want to learn to record so that you can produce your own music and you can put it out there online. Great goal. Technology's out there to help you. Um, there's all kinds of t- tutorials and, you know, again, forums online where people are already doing the stuff that they can ha- help to answer your questions. So you want to find effective uh, technologies that are going to help you to increase your efficiency and improve your chances of reaching your goals. Uh, I, I mentioned it in passing, but networking and collaboration, that's another good good thing for this year as well. You want to connect with peers and, and explore collaboration opportunities. 
some of you, this is already how you roll. <laughs> you already work with people, um, co-writing on songs or, you know, you're in a band or whatever. Maybe, but maybe you haven't. Maybe you've never explored that. Maybe you've always been, you know, a single singer-songwriter and you've never explored the possibility of having somebody else come alongside you. doesn't mean they need to take part in everything that you do. Maybe you just coll um, collab for one song. That, that can be an awesome experience, um, especially if you feel stuck. You're just trying to write a song and you just don't know where to go with it. And you find a fellow songwriter who, um, you know, just clicks with you and you work together and they bring along something that you don't have, another perspective. And you together, you come up with something that, that, that you alone, either of you alone could never have done. Um, that's just one example, but yeah, there's so many opportunities out there to work with other musicians, um, whether it's online or in person, but definitely expand your, your musical network. Again, even if it's not just to work with somebody directly, it could be just, um, people in the music business, you know, connections in different um, parts of the industry that might help you move forward this year. Anyway, that you can expand your current network of people related to this field is going to help you in this year. Um, again, you have a lot of different goals in different areas, whether it's practicing or um, expanding your, your footprint online on social media, um, getting out to more, more live venues, recording, whatever. Expanding your musical network by um, collaborating and networking um, making more collaboration and connections in the field is going to help you in all of your goals. Okay, so that's another thing to think about. All right, what about financial planning for musicians? This is kind of a, for some of you, this isn't a big deal. And for others of you, it is. Maybe your goals don't require a lot of money. Um, you know, I mentioned recording before. If you're going to record yourself and you already have the equipment, you know, you pretty much have it paid for. But maybe you do want to go into a studio, even if you have the capability of recording yourself. Well, depending on, you know, how big the studio is, you're going to need money. So um, do you already have that up or do you already have that money saved up? And if not, do you have a plan to save it? Again, time-bound goals. I need so much money by this date to, to go into the studio and record. How much do I need to save each day, each week, each month in order to reach that goal? Um, by that date, um, what other opportunities we talked bef before previously, um, about using technology. So can I use crowdfunding or crowd sourcing, um, apps like uh, GoFundMe or a Kickstarter, or even open up a, a Patreon account. Can I do something like that to get people to, to invest in my album before it's even recorded? So there's different opportunities there, but think about finances. If, if that is a key part of, of your goal for this year or your goals, um, that's important to, to map out strategically because if you, again, set a goal for yourself and then realize, oh, I can't do this because I don't have the finances. Well, that's a big piece of it. So that's something to think about. Um, and, you know, maybe you're just a, a musician I shouldn't say just, maybe you're a musician who plays in a band and you rely on um, physical equipment. You know, you're a guitarist and you you have amps and cables and, and pedals and things like that and strings and, and picks, whatever. You know, you never know what's going to happen, what's going to break. 
or if there's a new model, guitar, amp, whatever equipment that um, comes along that you're going to want um, that's going to help you propel yourself forward. These are all things to think about. Um, it's always good to kind of have a music fund. You know, if you have a bank account uh, or you belong to a credit union, whatever your financial institution is, set up a sub account and every paycheck you get, whether you're paid weekly, uh, biweekly, monthly, whatever, scroll away a, a portion of that, a percentage of your um, income, even if you don't know exactly what that's going to be for specifically, but it's for your music fund. You'd be surprised if you do it wisely and, and you know consistently. By the end of the year, you can have a, a pretty significant amount. Um, or it's just there as an emergency fund. Again, if you're a live musician and you're relying on this, um, especially if you're you're relying this on this for income, you, you know um, how important it is to have money um, to back yourself up in case something goes wrong, in case equipment breaks. So that's sort of an interesting one, not one that we probably think about all the time, but um, thinking about your financial planning for this year. Again, for some of you guys, that's not going to matter. All right. How about overcoming challenges? Yeah, so... This is another thing that I think is important for you when we talked earlier about um, kind of maintaining your inspiration and your motivation. There's going to be things that come along that just um, take the wind out of your sails. It could be personal issues. It could just be, it could be music issues. Maybe you put something out there and it you get terrible reviews on it or people just aren't following you. Um, it just falls short. Um, how do you overcome that? You know, how do you stay motivated and not get discouraged to move forward? Again, that's where networking comes in. That's that's very important. Having other like-minded musicians who can come alongside you and encourage you and just and say, "Hey, I've been through this before. This is how I got over it." Or, um, you know, search out some of the musicians that you love. Uh, you know, some of the mainstream artists who have been around for years. Do some searches about their lives and the and the um, obstacles they've overcome to get where they are. There's a lot of stories out there about people who have overcome overwhelming um, obstacles to get to where they are and to maintain their goals and their journeys as a musician. Some of the things they came across were self-imposed. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of uh, mainstream, a sec especially that secular artist. You know, a lot of them have issues, um, drug and alcohol issues. Things that you would not want to replicate in your own <laughs> journey. But even those can be sources of inspiration for what not to do, first of all, but also that they made it through. You know, some, some of them did. Um, some, some of them didn't, but those who have, um, continued to persevere and have been successful in spite of those things, they have great stories to tell. So learn from other musicians. Um, and again, there's lots of great resources out there in terms of um, blogs. Go to um, like the Disc Makers blog. There's lots of articles on there to help you. Um, you can even search for key um, issues or problems and see if they have articles about it. Or go, um, go onto YouTube and search for the stories of successful musicians and the people who have made it in their career and learn what they did to overcome adversity. All right, so let's summarize these key points. So we started off by saying, take some time away to reflect on your your past year, right? 
look at the things that worked, look at the things that didn't, um, what was successful, what was a disappointment, and then decide for this year, learn from the past, celebrate those victories that um, carried you forward, and then decide those things that no longer are important to you or the things that you do want to continue to pursue if you want to carry them over into the new year. Then we talked about setting smart goals, right? Set goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. These are great ways to make sure that your goals aren't just um, too generic and just kind of random, but will be specifically tailored to your um, overarching mission and vision for yourself this year. And that's going to help you to stay focused and be more likely to achieve your, your stated goal. Okay. Then we talked about nurturing creativity, right? Find ways to keep yourself motivated, even if that means taking a break, right? Taking a step away for a few minutes, uh, motivated and inspired. And again, that's different for so many of us, how, how we do that. Uh, next was balancing practice and well-being. Again, life is more than just uh, your art, um, your craft, but as serious as we want to be about that, we also need to recognize that we um, have so many other aspects of our lives, friends and family, um, our jobs, if we have day jobs, if we're not full-time musicians, um, our health, getting enough sleep and exercise and good nutrition. All those things are going to be parts of um, keeping a well-balanced life so that we can be the best, bring our best to achieving these goals. Then we talked about leveraging technology, right? There's There's all kinds of physical technology out there, but also software, um, different online resources, both free and paid, lots of different innovative tools for helping you to achieve your goals as musicians. Again, way more than I can talk about in this specific podcast, but uh, we can talk more about that in a future one if you like. Then next was networking and collaboration. Again, whether it's someone who's working hand in hand with you, whether, you know, songwriting and recording or just Expanding your um, sphere of connections in the industry, in all the areas, whatever you can do to do that this year is going to help you um, move forward and become better at your your craft. Um, then we talked about financial planning for musicians. Again, kind of a uh, specific one, doesn't fit every person, but I think it's a good one to think about. And then finally, overcoming challenges. Um, yeah, they're going to come. They are going to come, especially if you have set goals. Inevitably, something's going to come along to ambush you. So just be prepared and, um, hey, it's okay. Find a workaround. Or if you find something's not working or that you decide halfway through the year, hey, this this really isn't where I want to go or uh, I've changed my mind, hey, there's no shame in that. You drop that goal and that frees up time and energy to do something that actually is important to you. But um, so it's very, that's why it's very important to be specific and clear about what your goals are so that you can, um, you can follow them and make sure that they're actually serving you and your purpose. All right. Well, I hope some of this was, you know, thought provoking for you guys. Um, maybe not all of it was helpful, but some of it I, I hope would be, you know, generic enough to fit your, your, um, specific scenarios this year. These are just good things to think about all the time but specifically for your goals for this year. Uh, we just want to encourage you here at Notespire Music. If we can be any part of that, if you need help in songwriting, in uh, recording and production, 
in artist development or promotion. We do all of that here. So reach out to us at info at notespiremusic.com. You can always check out our website at notespiremusic.com to find out all about what we do. We're all about helping the independent Christian musician. Uh, we have a lot of resources, um, everything from, like I said, songwriting. We can do that remotely. We can do that in person uh, to recording, to promoting online digital marketing, and even doing things like uh, music videos, uh, whether that's a performance video or even a lyric video. A lot of different things. So check us out at uh, notespiremusic.com. If you want to con contact us directly, reach out to info at notespiremusic.com. Uh, also check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, we're on YouTube at Notespire Music TV. So we would love to hear from you. If you have specific goals, let us know. Email us. Let us know what your goals are. Or if you're having trouble setting goals or you just need some help in figuring out how to achieve those goals, again, reach out. Ask us. We'd love to help. Info at NoSpireMusic.com. Well, I want to encourage you guys to keep checking out the Artist Impact Podcast. Also check out our other, our two other uh, podcasts here at NoSpire Radio. It's the Artist Insight Podcast. That's our podcast where we interview independent artists just like you. We play some of your music. We talk to you about um, the, the meaning behind the songs and um, help you to promote yourself on our radio station and other podcasts as well. And also the Just Got Music Hour, which is Paul Gibbs' weekly um, music podcast where he plays music from independent Christian musicians every week for one hour on Friday. So check those out. The Just Got Music Hour, the Artist Insight Podcast, and also this one, the Artist Impact Podcast. All right. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. And uh, again, I hope this was helpful, um, encouraging. And again, we want to be here to give you guys help any way we can. So thanks again. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And until then, take care and God bless. Thank you for joining us for the Artist Impact Podcast, a production of Notespire Music, LLC. At Notespire Music, we empower independent Christian musicians to grow their God-given music potential by refining their craft and extending their music ministry reach. Notespire Music, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. For more information, visit notespiremusic.com. And join us next time for the Notespire Music Artist Impact. Music